Welcome to Toasted Lavender. I am your host, Lisa, and tonight I am drinking a delicious beer by Strange Overtones called Sadie's Special, featuring New Mexico hops. Sabro. Sabro. Tastes coconutty and delicious, which there's a backstory. There's a place in Albuquerque called Sadie's that we fell in love with. Kai and Alex have t-shirts. <laughs> and Matching t-shirts. They had we photos. We do. We'll throw a photo oh, of Yeah, we should post a photo That's of great. us yeah. in our Twitter shirts. Yeah. That's a good idea. I have some already. Don't worry. <laughs> they had the best burritos, the best Chile Verde, and, and the most best importantly, pina colada <laughs> And it's inspired by a beer from Bow and Arrow. You want to talk about that? Right. So we had a, a smash beer, single malt, or was it a single malt? No, it was, it was a, just a single hop. Single hop. Um, New England IPA at Bow and Arrow Brewing, and they used only Sabro hops. And when we had it, I was overwhelmed with coconut, and they didn't add any coconut. It all came from the hops. So we were inspired to uh, brew a beer with only Sabro. So we brewed a lager just to be different. But I would say that it's probably a New England India pale lager. Here I am like with FOMO bad. Like I don't want to talk about this beer. I want to be drinking that beer. So you can drink that beer. I'm moving on to that next. Head on over to the tap over there and pour (laughs) yourself a beer. That's where I'm last week I had three pints of it during the episode, so that just tells you how much I like this beer. (laughs) I'm glad it turned out. How drunk Lisa was by the end of the episode. Yeah, exactly. Lindsay, what are you drinking? I'm drinking a La Cumbre Acclimated APA, which, according to the can, won the silver medal in 2019 at the Great American Beer Festival. It's an American-style pale ale. I don't know what hops they use, but I'm going to go on record and say that this is one of the best, if not the best, pale ales I've had. It's really good. It's fantastic. And La Cumbre just makes great beer in general, but this one in particular, I can understand why they won a silver medal. Yeah. We're still writing our New Mexico high. Yeah. We are. We're we're running low. Uh, My name's Alex, and my pronouns are she and her. And I'm drinking what Lisa's drinking. I'm having the Sadie special. Cheers, Sadies. Cheers to you guys for brewing it. Um, I don't think we said our pronouns, Lisa. Oh, sorry. Lisa, she, her. Yeah, I'm also she, her. But if you've been listening, ditto, you, ditto, you know ditto. That. But if you haven't been, welcome. Yeah. All right, so I'm Kai, and I'm drinking the Parks IPA from Grand Teton Brewing. And it's quite good. I like it a lot, and it supports the National Park Service, which I also like. So, what kind of beer is that? It's a very light, sessiony. 
IPA. Oh, it's an IPA. Yep. Okay. Yep. It's uh, very light. Goes down more like a little amber ale, but it's really good. Not super aromatic. Nope, not super aromatic. Mm. I've enjoyed the Grand Teton beers that I've had. I have too. Everything I've had from them has been solid. Not like just like a good middle line. Like nice. Yeah, Yeah. just a nice beer. Something different. And what are your pronouns? He him. And we're here. We're queer. We're drinking beer. Likely drinking beer. (laughs) Always drinking beer. On that note, if you'd like to give us some beer money. (laughs) Right. You can go to patreon.com slash toasted lavender podcast. We've got a beer money. Very affordable. We've got queer money. Go check it out. Part of that goes to... Ogden Pride organization. Organization. They're trying to get themselves into a new facility. Right now, they don't have a facility. Their organization is kind of without home at this time. Right. And then we also have the official Lavender Menace tier, uh, which, you know, you you can go read about. But uh, this month, we are running a little fun special where... If you sign up for the Queer Money or Above, we will send you a Lavender Menace t-shirt. And this is the last week for that, for the month of August. So if you still wanted to cash in on that deal, make sure you are getting on Handmade, hand-dyed. We also Hand have some spray fun painted. limited edition stickers. Right. Once they're gone, they're gone, and then we'll have new designs. So if you're a collector, oh yeah, like oh, Lisa, Lisa's like me. <laughs> Lisa's a sticker fiend. I'm a sticker fiend, and these are great quality. They're great for your water bottles. They're not gonna like get wet and then shrivel up. They're like the fancy coating. You've tested them. I've tested. We've them. tested them. Yes. Well, um, I feel like that does a really nice segue into your collection, which is what you're going <laughs> yeah, to be Yeah, what other kind of collections do you today? have, Lisa? <laughs> so today, our episode is all about queer Disney. I wish everyone here, well, that's listening, could see Lisa's face right now. Yeah, she's I really think excited I think your cheeks are going to hurt Disney. by the end of it. <laughs> I think so. I'm pretty excited because these are... Two of my favorite subjects to talk about, so them colliding is very fun and nerdy for me. I'm getting excited just in (laughs) anticipation. So we're going to talk about a couple different areas around Disney and queerness and where they collide. Is it everywhere? It's everywhere. Spoiler alert. It's everywhere. Everywhere. (laughs) Everywhere. A little bit about... My backstory, our listeners may not know that I am from Southern California, so I grew up going to the parks regularly. We had lots of family friends who worked for Disney, and so we had a lot of great opportunities and privilege to go often. So I was a Disney kid. I also have a lot of really great fond family memories before my parents got divorced of going to the parks, so... It's near and dear to my heart. And then after moving to Utah, um, I spent a lot of my summers in California. Again, going to the parks 
and I had the opportunity to do the Disney College program and worked there for about nine months as a lifeguard at the hotels at the resort, which was the best job in the world. Did you have to guard anyone's life? I guarded everyone's life. But did you (laughs) have have to to intervene? I did. I had, I think, six saves in my time there. Saves? Saves, Saves, yeah. Is there like a board they track the saves? I don't think they want to track the almost drowned. But it would be in the, it would be like in the break room. Like, oh, I got another save today. I did get lifeguard of the month. Hey, see, this is what I'm getting at. I have a picture of me with Lifeguard Mini, which we can post in the show notes. Oh my God. I am so excited about that. Can I Um, just make a comment here? Because you're my wife. Yes. It's the hottest thing ever to me. (laughs) Ever? I love it. I love it. Wow. All right. Well, now that Maybe we shouldn't post this on. (laughs) Anyways, um, so like I said, I worked there and I kind of got the best, I feel like I had the best job because people were so excited and happy and it was a little bit away from the park because we were outside the gate, but they were staying on property and the pools there are very interactive and themed and we had a lot of opportunities to make what was called a magical moment for kids and families and I'll get into that more later but it was a very rewarding and a very special time in my life and that's actually while I was working there is when I came out so it's a big part of my queer story but Disney's really fucking gay and I don't know if many people think about that because they're known as family-friendly entertainment. Mm. And we know that gay things are family-friendly sometimes, but not a lot of people think about it in the same context. Yes, I just wanted Lindsay? to go back to the lifeguard thing. Okay. <laughs> Let's go. Jeez. So I almost drowned at a theme park. <laughs> No, for real. Well, at Lagoon. (gasps) Yeah. (laughs) No, at Lagoon Beach. Yes, at Lagoon. Okay, let's hear the story. All right, so me and my cousin were at Lagoon Beach, Laguna Beach, in Farmington, Utah. Even call it. So I don't. I've been there like two or three times in my lifetime, but I think there's like a current. There's oh, like the a lazy river. Thing. Right. But yeah. it's like right off of a pool. Mm-hmm. So there's still like a little bit of a current. So we were swimming in what seemed to be fine waters. And then suddenly I am not able to touch the bottom. And neither was my cousin who was right with me. So we resorted uh, probably like eight, okay. seven or eight. We resorted to... One of us would go down and touch the bottom and push the other one up. Oh, oh that is no. terrible idea. And then the and then we'd reverse. Oh, and so my God. it's like a life and death situation. <laughs> so on my turn to go up, I like really like waved down the lifeguard. Like was like help, Hello. help! I'm a Hi. drowning child. And then they came and got us. <laughs> 
So thank you for your right. service, Lisa. <laughs> thank you. Oh That's first line responder. <laughs> it wasn't you, but <laughs> it, wasn't it would have been you in a different lifetime. Yeah, yeah for sure. Queer Disney. Queer Disney. What do you think of when you think of Queer Disney? Well, we've talked about The Little Mermaid a lot. We have. Go yeah. back to episode one if you want to hear about our queer roots, because we talk a lot about Disney in that episode. And we've also talked about Mulan. Mulan Which is what I think about. connected with a lot of people. A lot yes. of our listeners have, like, I feel like that's the episode I've gotten the most feedback on is the Mulan really? episode. That's yeah. very interesting. I'm happy to make an impact in our community by talking about Mulan. <laughs> yeah, yeah, look at you. I don't know. Personally, I really loved Aladdin. I don't know how queer Aladdin is, but I loved Aladdin. And maybe I just wanted to be Aladdin. Mm. Okay. You wanted to sweep some lady off of her feet on your magic carpet? Yeah. Mm, oh, I, I like that. So, like, you're like the lesbian version of Aladdin. Yeah. And you liked those pants, probably. And Stella was oh, like, yeah. yeah. Look how comfortable <laughs> yes. those pants yeah, are. Yeah, Well, and we learned in what episode Stella boo. three <laughs> that queer fashion is 90% comfort and 10% style. So Right. Yes. And that's why we have all these... Persian rugs or whatever. If you could see me right now, I would definitely confirm that for you. Okay. Yeah, I'm basically wearing Aladdin pants right now. (laughs) You are. I also just loved the Sega game. Oh my god, yes. Mm -hmm. The only game I played on Sega was Sonic the Hedgehog. We had the super common, the Super Nintendo Aladdin game. Right. Do you read the magic carpet around? Okay. And you go through the like the marketplace. Yeah, the marketplace, and you like grab on to things. Yes, and, and you swing, and you like grab loaves of bread. Yes, yes. And did you ever make it to the lamp level where you're like in the genie's yes. lamp? Yes. God, and that was like the hardest level. Yes. You had to go through the cave of wonders first. It was very difficult. <laughs> what the I fuck, don't you guys? My childhood. <laughs> <laughs> this is like that was like my favorite game at the time. A lot of sure. my childhood, I've blocked, but I remember a very. Specific well, that was your escape, this. I'm sure. Yeah, exactly. There's so many amazing parts of Disney culture that are ingrained in us that we may not even realize because we were young when we attached to these characters and these plots. And as much as people may want to make fun of Disney or or like not give it its credit, it's definitely woven into American culture and you can't deny that. Like it's everywhere. Whether you were a rich kid, a poor kid, middle class, you were exposed to Disney in some way and some more than others for sure. But there are a lot of what are called queer coded characters Within the Disney universe. Coded with a D? With a D. Okay. Does anyone know what queer coded means? Um, Where like they don't say that this is a queer character, but there are signs. Or do they use special... um, Are there symbols within Disney? Yeah, I don't know about Disney, but that's definitely a thing with other queer codedness. So queer coded is a term I was not familiar with before researching for this episode tonight. And so we'll just add it to our queer dictionary that we're building. Um, Yeah, we're building a queer lexicon on our 
Patreon page, I just decided. Okay. <laughs> I just feel like we've learned so many new vocabulary words since We're we started this podcast. We're all learning together. <laughs> yeah. Queer coded was a big thing, like, during the Haze Code time, too. Like, they would, like, portray gay people with, like, a certain symbol or a certain behavior, or, like, us in the 90s, it was, like, an earring. On yes, I was going to talk about the earring. Yeah. I remember talking about that in when I was too young to care same like, like oh if you got your ear pierced on this side mm-hmm. then you're definitely that was then you're gay in the 90s. yeah mm-hmm. okay. i even thought about it when i got my nose pierced oh, like really? oh which did you side? google it but i no there was uh, no google but then you're like oh no i'm, I'm am i gay now oh, you're God. like shit i'm a straight <laughs> no girl. i think i knew inside it didn't fucking matter okay <laughs> yeah queer coding is when a fictional character is imbued with stereotypical traits or given dialogue or put into a situation that somehow suggests they may be queer without explicitly stating it. The act of coding characters as queer, whether intentional or inadvertently, partly comes from the fact that throughout the history of cinema, many conservative groups have pressured studios around the world to avoid showing LGBTQ plus people and stories on screen. Hey, gone. Shout out to Ashley who sent me this amazing BuzzFeed article titled 45 of the Greatest Queer Coded <laughs> Disney Characters That 45. Have Ever Been. I was about to share it on our story and Lisa oh, was like, no, not yet. Keep it in the vault. She sent it to me and I was like, this is the perfect foundation for an episode because as we learned in episode one, we all have some queer Disney roots, mm-hmm. some deeper than others, some broader than others. We all have them. We're going to discuss some characters and some situations within the Disney universe. And I want to know everyone's thoughts on if you've thought about these characters Mm. as being queer coded. Were they on my gaydar? Were they on your gaydar? Do you feel like this is accurate? And I love this. Game. What are your thoughts? Yeah. And can we see it now? Yeah, can you see it now? Back, okay, absolutely. This All is right. fantastic. Let's do it. We're going quiz style, round yes. robin. Great. Up first, Timon and Pumbaa as Simba's gay dads. <laughs> yeah, or like gay uncles or something. Yeah, yeah, they seem I more see like that. gay uncles to me. Yeah. I don't think yeah. at the time that was really No, a I see it now. Right. Yeah, Because they're like kid. fun and they were just best friends. And then they kind of like were like just best argumentative friends. Yeah. though. Roommates. Like they were Roommates. they were much more argumentative than best friends. Like they were much more coupley argumentative than best friends. And they're raising baby Simba. It reminds me of the movie The Birdcage. Oh, mm. with Robin Williams and Nathan yeah. Lane, and Nathan yes. Lane is the voice of Pumbaa. Okay, maybe, maybe that's, that's the connection. What, that's, that's it in your brain, probably. I yeah, I agree with Lindsay. I don't think I saw those as like a gay couple as a kid, but like in retrospect, I'm like, oh yeah, that's for sure a gay couple. No, I want to watch Lion King. That's a great movie, but it, I remember I going to the theater. Like a, I cry like a baby every time. I it's like '94. All right, Jafar, gay and pissed. Ooh. And he's, like, pretty, like, done out. Like, he's... He has, like, the goatee that's yeah. very... Very uh-huh. manicured. He's he's kind of creepery with Jasmine, though. 
Maybe know. he's bi. Yeah. Maybe he's just a creeper. Maybe, Maybe he, he just bi. identifies as a creep. <laughs> I identify as a creep. God. <laughs> Me too. <laughs> so is this like a buzzer? Like, what am I no. doing here? We'll do like ding. I don't ding, belong I, here. I buy Burr. Timon and Pumbaa more than Jafar. Okay. Francis from A Bug's Life as a drag queen. So Francis was the cat. The ladybug. Okay, the ladybug. No, for the me, ladybug no. who is a, ma- a like a man, right? And then he gets all he's like very gruff and gets offended when people call him a lady. Yes, right. That was not. I haven't seen this movie in a really long time. I was not a Bug's Life kind of child. I, I was. I was beyond life. the Bug's Life. My okay. mother really liked the movie A Bug's Life. I loved it, and I loved it, too. it was like the only movie that she'd watch. So we watched it the a only lot. Movie? Yeah, we don't need to get into it, but I'm sorry. yes. That was just, you said the only, and I just. Yeah, it's like we watched <laughs> A Bug's Life or General Conference. <laughs> <laughs> wow, what a childhood. Yeah. All right, moving on. <laughs> Captain Hook from Peter Pan. Oh, God. No, no. He's as just terrible a fancy as he pirate. was, I just love fancy? Captain Hook. He's just but, fancy. Isn't See, that Sean he, Penn? Uh, yeah. No, 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 in, no, in no, 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 no. Hook was Dustin Hoffman. Dustin Hoffman. Oh, sorry. Same, oh, same. No, no, no. Okay. Tootsie sorry, is yeah. not no, the no, same yeah, as Sean Penn. I'm sorry. No, I could see Captain Hook. We're, we're talking cartoon. animated. Cartoons. Yes. Oh, right. Okay. I, looking back, I High can. High-pitched voice, kind of like Very particular and fancy. But that's just the fashion of the pirate, is it not? He was just the boss pirate. Yeah, but then he's like... Pirates of the Caribbean. He's kind of... This is is very stereotypical, but I think many of the Disney, like, queer coding is stereotypical, but he's, like, a very dainty man. Like, he kind of, like, steps across the things, like, avoiding the alligator, like, in a very dainty... I don't know. I can kind of... I, I don't see. know. I, I guess I read it as the fashion and the. I don't want to get my pirate suit dirty. Of a fancy pirate man. All right. I don't, I don't know. know. I was never a pirate. <laughs> I've never been a pirate. <laughs> I, don't, I don't. I'm not sure how accurate my perception of pirates is, especially okay. like the main dude. The He's captain? kind of. A, I feel like Captain the captain, a little if you will. I do, but that, that's me. <laughs> The captain. I I don't know. Unsure. Unsure. Yeah, okay. I'm on Unsure. the fence. I am all about this one. Prince John, Sir Hiss, and Little John from Robin Hood. Yes. I, I used to watch that a lot. I know that the snake. Come on. Oh, right, right, right. <laughs> That's Little John running through the forest. Little there was track. Yeah, there was a song. That was a gay movie. That was definitely a gay There's movie. There's a lot of gay yeah, stuff yeah, yeah. happening in that yeah. movie. Okay. I love it. Yeah. I Sir His, like Sir His and Prince John are both very they're kind queer. They're for each other. They are. And they're yeah. very like stereotypical gay boys. Hmm. Yeah. When was that movie made? Like a very long 60s, time ago? 70s? Interesting. I would guess 70s if it was open to that, but I don't know. I okay. have no idea. Ursula from The Little Mermaid. Yeah, we've talked about this. We've talked about I this. I wanted to get a chest tattoo. Just, oh yes. Was she going to be like 
Tentacling. Alex answers for me. <laughs> you can't have you didn't Ursula. Would be something you're into? No. Okay. No. Good to know. <laughs> uh. <laughs> Turk from Tarzan, voiced by Rosie O'Donnell. As the androgynous, you never really know if this character is male or female. So my head literally just went back to like McDonald's Happy Meals and Turk as a toy in my like like that was like the prime time. Yeah, that (laughs) was the prime time for Happy Meal toys. Yeah. All right. That's all. Cogsworth and Lumiere from Beauty and the Beast. And can I see a picture? Because that's the candlestick and the clock. Yes. Oh, I yeah. don't. Know. Well, yes. Yeah. I mean, they yes. were just obsessed with presentation. Yes. Right? And like, be our guest. Is Cogs <laughs> yeah. near the clock? Like they're running yes. a B and B. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Yes. And they're so hospitable. Okay. Um. Did you see Lilo and Stitch? No. Mm-mm. Okay. I also haven't seen that. Just for for our fans, Pleakley from Lilo and Stitch is a huge gender bender character. Pleakley? One-eyed. Is an alien. It what? won't make sense if you haven't seen no, it. No, it doesn't um, make any sense. It's just, and this tweet is, when are we going to talk about how Pleakley is an LGBTQ icon who has constantly serving range in Lilo and Stitch that girls nowadays could never pull off. Oh, wow. Is it spelled icon, like (laughs) E-Y-E-C-O-N? No, but it should. That was a missed opportunity, Brendan Jordan, who tweeted this. (laughs) And last but not least, Luca and Alberto from Luca, which we just watched. It's the newest Disney Pixar film that just released this month. Mm. I have to say I didn't read them as a gay couple until I read a commentary after and I was like okay did you read them as a gay couple the first time you saw it but I saw an ad for it after and I'll find it and post it but it was like these different scenes from the film and you know how in like a trailer it will show a scene and then there'll be like these big bold letters on the screen that's like when no one will accept you, you know, like it's like giving you like this commentary. Okay. Uh, and the words were rainbow. Uh-huh. And that's I was like, like, oh, that's interesting. And when you're saying things like when no one will accept you. Yes. So there's no Emperor Cusco from Emperor's no, but New I, Groove? No, but I think, yeah. Cusco. So, okay. So that was the list I had. So no, no love interest. Let's throw out... Let's throw out people you think should have made the list. Absolutely, Cusco. I agree. Now, yeah. Yeah. I agree. Yeah. And his, like, um, advisor is just this really old woman that right. wears feathers in her hair and, like, Chain is smokes, actually or Eartha maybe Kitt. she doesn't. I don't know. She's just Eartha Kitt, so. Oh, my God. Yeah. And he just, like, has really nice hair and is really, like... He's very obsessed with his image. Yeah. Can we did Eartha Kit for real voice her? Yes. Oh my God. My mind is still just like. We should watch this movie. I love this movie and I love it even more now that I know that Eartha Kit was the voice for that. It's that perfect. blows me away. 
Yeah, that's a good one for mm-hmm. sure. Yeah, clearly we have to. I I think it's fair to say I've watched that movie more than any movie I've ever watched in my life. Oh wow, the Emperor's okay. New Groove. Yes, that okay. was like Wrong the letter. movie. <laughs> <laughs> Who else? Who else comes to mind besides our Mulan? Um, what's the parrot's name in Aladdin? Iago. Oh yeah, he's candidate. He's a candidate. Yep. Because I just see Gilbert Gottfried, and I can't. But don't picture Gilbert. Picture the character. Picture the parrot. I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. He's not impressed by Jasmine at all. At He's all. a little dick He's towards. actually, like, cock-blocking. Yeah. Yeah. He's like, what's mine? You're right. Maybe it's Iago and not Jafar. It's both. They just wish that they were compatible in an anatomical <laughs> way. So they could be together. Oh my, oh my god. god. We're talking you about got a bird it? and a getting, man. You're getting what I'm We're getting it. Yeah, I'm oh. not editing that out. God. I'm trying to think of other instances. I know how problematic Pocahontas is on a lot of levels, but Wiggins and Governor Radcliffe. I don't even, I haven't watched that show for so long. So Governor Radcliffe is the villain. And Wiggins is his assistant. Oh, is he a little pudgy? No, he's not a pudgy guy. Okay. He looks unsure. He's in that very photo. unsure and anxious and just kind of runs around and. Yeah. What about Goofy as a character in whole? Oh, we're going to the Fab Five. I like well, it. Well, I mean. <laughs> the Fab Five! That's what they're called. Donald could be like a resentful. Like, he never wears pants. I can't come out and I. Well, what about Daisy? That's his girl. Are you sure that's not his sister? I mean, is it? Are you they sure? Sort of yeah. are. Okay, yeah, they are. They're a couple, the, but like I could maybe Daisy is Donald's beard. That's what I'm saying. <gasps> that is oh, what I'm okay, saying. Okay, okay, okay. Like, where are you going here? Well, and he has a whole little like neckerchief and yes, a little and he's sailor just kind of and he doesn't wear pants. Yes, and then Daisy is just around sometimes. He's kind of a curmudgeon. He is the definition of a curmudgeon. I like that. Okay. okay. But yeah. Goofy as well. Like, Goofy He's has a single a dad. He's yeah, a we single never dad. See, we never know where Max came from. We've never seen a mom character, so. There was probably, like, a surrogate situation. Mm. Surrogate or, like, maybe some sort of prove-it situation. I'm going to go with surrogate. Okay. Because <laughs> I don't want Goofy to prove it to him. <laughs> I think he was getting older, and maybe he was just like, it's t- I want a kid, and I don't have a partner, and I'm fine with it. I haven't found that man in my life, that dog in my life. <laughs> like a Liz Lemon situation? <laughs> yeah, it's a Liz Lemon situation right. for sure. Shout out to 30 Rock. <laughs> We're watching it right now. I don't, uh, I don't know any other Disney movies. We've wrapped up Do here. I? I know Fantasia, that's not really in the wheelhouse mm, here. There's some queerness in that, for sure. The mops. Chernabog. The mops. Mops are gay, for sure. For sure. Those little fairies. That Those like mops are gay. I just remember the mops. Yeah. 
Sorcerer Mickey. Um, is Dumbo gay? He could be. He's kind of like a child. So it's hard to say. Yeah. Doesn't he have to like drink alcohol or something? No. Isn't there an alcohol component in Dumbo? That show well, triggers me. I can't watch it. So <laughs> There's like the heffalumps and woozles section that's very trippy on acid sort of okay. scenario, but from experience. I thought that was so like a, <laughs> I thought that was like a Winnie the Pooh. Oh, that is Winnie the Pooh. Yeah, yeah. Um, elephant. There's Dumb like the pink. pink. Is the pink elephants on parade. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Thank you. Okay. Yes. All right. I'm glad They're that I have my same. Disney shit in order for They're both Lisa's in the episode. same wheelhouse. They're yeah. both trippy, and they both are stressful for the main character. Were you ever a, a Winnie the Pooh person? I okay. have always been a Winnie Kai the Pooh person. Kai is the Winnie the Pooh I was authority. I was big into Winnie the Pooh. My grandparents really pushed me in that direction. There is an episode where oh bother, yeah. Well, <laughs> oh, that was good, Lindsay. Yes, that was good. There's an episode where they go to like the land of milk and honey, and it's like this really black. Really dark background. Yeah, that's where the little black remember? rain cloud comes from. And there's from. like a like a river, and there's like I need to look it up, but it was very. It made an imprint. That's lasted in my memory. That's nice. Well, it was kind of, of spooky. Oh, a scary nice. place. Oh. It was kind of spooky. I want to rewatch the show, like the show episodes again. Yeah, like I've rewatched the movies, and we rewatched. Well, not rewatched. We watched the Christopher Robin movie during the pandemic, and I loved it. Of course, there's a ride at Disneyland when we all go. Okay, because that is happening. Yes, it's happening. I love Winnie the Pooh. Like it will always just like cradle my heart in a little cozy, warm swing. Yeah, and it cradles my heart. I haven't really <clears throat> gone back there for. If I'm time. around when you're biting the dust, I'll turn on some Winnie the Pooh. Oh for please God. do, uh, please do. <laughs> that Christmas. is or Golden Girls. Those are the two yes. things that you should turn on for me if I'm biting the dust and you're still around. Our Christmas stockings are all. You go before me, Winnie the Pooh characters. Blanche needs a stock. He's Tigger. I know, but we He's need to find Tigger. him. Tigger. I feel like we've really gone off course here. But yeah, we're still in the Disney realm, are we? Yeah. yeah. Winnie the Pooh's Disney? Yes. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> I just told you there's a ride at Disneyland that's Winnie the Pooh. Well, I didn't know if they just like acquired Winnie the Pooh or if it no, has always, always been, been Disney. Disney. Okay. So the next thing I want to talk about is some tips on how to navigate the Disney parks if you have a queer or trans child. This is something that I have never even thought about. Because I've never thought about going to a Disney park. With a child? With a child. <laughs> or at all. Or at all. <laughs> That's fair. But this could be very valuable to some people. I would love to hear this, Lisa. The cool thing about Disney parks is that they are so centered on customer service and attention to detail. 
So I feel like this is something that could definitely be beneficial to a queer kid because there's not a lot of situations where you can go in feeling 100% that this is something you don't have to worry about as a parent or as an aunt or uncle or a friend. You just immerse yourself in this experience. Yes. And like real life things sort of disappear, right? Right. And sometimes there's situations where a child is being misgendered or or even an adult. Any of these things except for one apply to adults as well. So if you're coming out as an adult or you're not feeling safe or accepted, you can use any of these and feel the Disney difference in your life. Hang on. I got a smirk. Hang on, Disney difference. <laughs> All right. I'm ready. I can just tell that you've read a lot of handbooks. There's a for, lot of training. Yeah. <laughs> there. there is a lot of training. The cool thing is I got to be a part of this when I worked there. So I'll have, I have some personal experiences of seeing this happen in real life. But um, it's really cool, the inclusiveness that Disney whether you're a fan of it or not, like it really is a place where they try to make everyone feel welcome. And Walt How could Disney, you not be a fan of that. It's a very, yeah, it's a really cool thing. Like anyone can go there and have a great experience. Right. Walt Disney has a famous quote um, on opening day of Disneyland. He said, "To all who come to this happy place, welcome." And that's something that they've really tried to implement in everything they do to make everyone feel welcome who walk through the gates feel like they can be themselves and most people don't have to worry about that and it's not something they even think about but for queer trans lgbtq non-binary questioning kids this can be something that like really makes a huge difference in their well, life and not even that i mean if we extend into like Different, um, like, autistic kids and, like, Mm -hmm. any kind of... Neurodiverse. Yeah, neurodiversity. That's... I've seen, like, I don't know, like, social media posts of kids being, you know, sort of welcomed and, like, I don't know. I, I know what you're talking about. I, I, I don't think it's just queer, though. It's like... Absolutely not. And a they, whole range. They're heavily, you know, partnered with Make-A-Wish Foundation and other other things that um, allow kids to have these experiences. And we're a queer podcast, so I'm trying to make it applicable to queer kids. But absolutely, you're right. It's a great Yeah, point. I just wanted to say... Yes, that everyone is included in this. I have a quick question. Yes. So there's a Disneyland and a cluster of parks in California. Correct. There's a Disney World in Florida. Correct. And there are other Disney parks. Yes. Around the globe. Correct. Do you know if the same attitude about, like, welcoming 
every single person is applicable to like all these other outside of the United States locations? That's like, a great is question. Is there like a regional or cultural difference? So there's the same principles and keys. They call them the keys that are taught to cast members. Cast members are the people who work for Disney. Everything is based on this idea that you're on a stage, that you're performing, and the people who come are guests for this performance. So cast members is what they're called. And um, I know that they have the same training worldwide, and they really try to implement these things everywhere. Of course, there's going to be some cultural differences in the international parks, but it's really it's very important to the company as a whole that these same principles are implemented worldwide. Okay. So I'm sure there's not like a Disney location and some like very conservative so the area other, of the world. That the other park locations are France, Hong Kong, Shanghai, and Tokyo. Okay. And so... I can't speak on what those experiences are there. I bet you'd like to go. I would love to go. I, it's on my bucket list to visit France every especially. every Disney park. But um, yeah, if you have an experience in an international park as a queer person, I would love to hear your experience. So write in. The bottom line is that queer kids can have an incredibly positive, gender-affirming experience especially if they're not getting that in their home or their school or somewhere else in their environment, like this could be a really great opportunity. So I want to kind of talk about a few tips that you can implement to have a really great Disney experience. And the first one is dressing up in the parks. So Disneyland, Disney World have a really cool situation where they'll let kids under 12 dress up anytime. If you're over 12, it has to be during the Halloween parties, and that's okay. that's a safety So measure. you come dressed up, or you tap someone like you, a cast member on the shoulder, like, I would like to dress up, please. So you can, you can come dressed up. Okay. Or there's another really cool experience <laughs> oh, that I'll get to. God. This is really amazing because gender identity is not a thing. So if there is a trans child who wants to wear a princess dress or a prince outfit or a pirate outfit like well that's just nobody's gonna be like sorry you can't wear the princess dress yeah that's just like customer service but it's it's part of the experience that there isn't rules around gender within that sphere so so that was reiterated yeah, it's very much um, in your like training. Yes, and when you when you walk into the park, City Hall is right there as you walk in, and you can go and you can get a button. And there's buttons for every occasion, so it could be a happy birthday button, happy anniversary, I'm celebrating, and you can write in things You're like um, I'm ten years sober. And yes. I'm here at Disney. <laughs> Seriously, yeah, yeah. You can celebrate right. anything okay. and everything. And there are these big buttons, and they're free. Oh, okay. And you can put your name on it, and you can put your pronouns. 
you can put whatever you want. And as a cast member, you're trained to look for the button. Okay. So you can be like, say hi to my child because they have cancer or whatever. Like, I don't know. Yeah. There's not enough room for a paragraph. Sorry. (laughs) (laughs) But yeah, you're getting the idea. Yeah, okay. But more like like somebody could wear a button with their pronouns or their kid could have a button with their... I'm Got Susan, it. So, and I like princess dresses. Yes, Got for it. example, if well, and so you get their name and their pronouns correct, and then you're also trained that it's like okay, you greet, you greet them by princess or prince, or if it's unsure, then royal guest. There's a very broad, like gender neutral code happening. Code, yes. If it's not explicit, yes. Okay. Exactly. Let that person or child have that magical moment that's really positive and affirming, especially if they're a trans child and maybe they're wearing a dress and they're not used to being called princess or... But that's a great tip. So it's City yes. Hall? So City Hall, right when you walk in. Um, a lot of times you can get them at the ticket booth, too, if you're buying tickets there. But if you bought tickets in advance, you just go straight to City Hall. Okay. And they have Sharpies there. And I mean, because I've been once. I wouldn't remember. But that's good to know. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah. look for City Hall if you want to get your button and is just customize like, your experience. Yes. Is this kind of recent or is this No, very this has always standing? been a thing. Okay. Yes. Um, when we went, we got... We're on our honeymoon buttons, and okay. everyone was like, "Oh, you're every ride worker and everything was like happy honeymoon." Like, oh, that's it, and nice. it wasn't like happy fucking honeymoon. Like, it was like genuine. It feels genuine. Oh, honeymoon. You kind yeah. of feel doted nice. on. You feel special. Yeah. yeah. So fun. it's a great way to celebrate. I the queer individual. I can't imagine with. like being a child who needs to hear some like affirmations on their gender identity and they go to Disneyland and like the princess is like, Oh my gosh, another princess showed up. Yeah. Right. Type yes. of thing. Sure yeah. That, yeah. It's like not deal. even like comprehensible yeah. for us. Yeah. I and like. it, it yeah. I understand that I come from a different Disney world than the average person, but you can see why something like this would like maybe make someone choked up. Yeah. Like, truly magical moment for a kid who's never been, like, seen or validated in that way and, like, feels truly, like, immersed in a world where they can just be who they are. Right. Yeah. Like, no judgment zone. Right. Yeah. Another really cool opportunity that um, definitely comes with a price tag, so it's... The buttons are free. Yeah, the buttons are free. Now we're moving so, on. Now we're moving on that to the next level. So if you want to splurge on a one of a kind experience, um, there is Is Disney um paying us for this? This is not sponsored by Disney, no. Oh but yeah, I Disney, just want to check you want love to sponsor it. Our, uh, <laughs> our podcast. <laughs> you can email us right on it. Lavender podcast. Sorry, you our free uh, Google email account. <laughs> yeah. So be, up there. So tell us about the upgrade, Lisa. So the upgrade experience is called the Bibbidi Bobbidi Boutique. Oh boy! So what this gets you 
is a fun appointment, one-on-one experience where you get your hair done, your nails painted and covered in lots of glitter. And the deluxe package, you get a royal ball gown or a dapper night outfit. And the whole experience is within the salon inside the castle. The castle. So it's... Oh, the big, like... Yeah, castle, the and the salon's kind of castle. like an like out of like it's not something like it's you don't like just you go to an exclusive okay. floor mm. to go to the it's, salon. Okay. It's a special area. You have to have huh. an appointment, right? And you get transformed into a princess or a knight. So it's again could be a very gender affirming experience for it would be magical for any kid and kind of like hands off for a parent that's like i don't know what like i'm not prepared to do this and i don't know what to do but disney's here to like make my child into a princess and i'm all about it right here's here's my money here's, yeah like here you go my turn card and yeah make my kid feel so special. Yeah. Because yeah. that's okay. what it's all about. Yeah. Okay. And you know the kids who went to the Bibbidi Bobbidi Boutique. Like, you <laughs> see them walking around the park, and they are literally, like, they they must do something with a magic wand. There's a glow up. There's glow a glow up. up, and they're, like, so glittered out that they're just... <laughs> It's falling off it's of them. Just, like, they just look no. like ghosts. And they or have, like, they get to choose if they do the princess package, they get to choose, like, which princess dress. Oh, so boy, it's like, man. are you Cinderella or Belle or Ariel? Like, do you, can you take the dress home? Yeah. yeah oh yeah, my yeah. God. Yeah. Oh. So it's okay. like, okay. it's like a beauty appointment. It's so expensive. Your I'm hair sure. done, your nails done, your makeup, your glitter, and then, like, the outfit. Wow. It's $1,500 so. a child. <laughs> Not Can I get boobity bobbity boot? Is this adult? No, it's oh. 12 and under. Oh, oh damn, it. damn it. So sorry. <laughs> we'll just have to I set would up have a salon to down have here. seen that like suit or whatever the hell. Like, right? Yeah, what are so what are the choices for it's princess and knight as well. So okay, so what are so the, 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 the knight choices? I think the knight is like they still get to feel pampered, like they get their hair done and they they get that. Do they shave their face? I don't think Maybe they like so. put I think, on a little. I think it's less to do the night package. I'm sure it's oh, just okay. like we we. Night I'm just curious you. about the outfit choices. I I don't 100 percent know about that. We'll okay. look into it and we'll post some photos at a later time. I'd really like to know. The important thing to know is that it doesn't matter the kid's gender. They just. Roll you get to it. choose. Yeah. That's nice. Like they're not like present a birth certificate or like we're only giving girls oh the princess. God. Can you imagine it's the red like tape? That. We'd cancel Disney. I'm sorry, <laughs> right. Lisa, but we'd have to I cancel know, I Disney. I would cancel Disney. But that's the cool it's like it's silly that we even have to say that, but it's very That's important to know. Like have, am I gonna walk in and is my kid gonna feel like a fucking weirdo that I want my kid to do right. the princess right. package because that's what she wants, but it's not what someone would think that she wants. I have sort of never thought about this. Not that I would, but it's very... Well, we don't have children. It's very interesting. And I also think it, it makes just, me feel good. It makes me feel good, too. Like, um, But to me, it's like... There are kids out there. It makes me feel good that like there are parents that would take yeah. their kids yes. to do something and like pay that. Extra That's money. what makes me feel like... Oh. Well, and it... It's nice that like this giant. I don't think you've made that noise on the podcast yet. 
this like huge conglomerate corporation that's probably one of the biggest brands in the world that's it just is, like yeah. we don't ask questions like we just provide a service don't ask don't tell it's, it's like, not even that it's not that <laughs> i'm sorry that's a negative <laughs> let's reclaim don't ask don't tell it's just like no need to ask because everyone's wearing a button yeah nobody cares right that's it's just nice because i didn't realize that yeah, and maybe not everyone would know. No, There's also know. now a pirate experience oh. where you can get outfitted as a pirate. I Is this 12 and up. under? Or? 12 and under. We like, just talked about Captain Hook. Can we pass as 12 years old? I'm, I could have like six months ago. <laughs> you could have, honey. <laughs> <laughs> we'll just shave your face pretty good. <laughs> just real good. The next tip is... Finding non-gendered activities. So a lot of people immediately think, oh, there's like princes and princesses, or there's Quasimodo. <laughs> and Am I what, wrong? What's yeah, Quasimodo's I guess that would be the exact opposite. <laughs> well, it's, that is not where my head is going at all. Sorry, it's just, I, yeah. Quasimodo is neither a princess or a prince. He deserves love. But he's... I assume his pronouns are he, but Quasi deserves love. They were in the movie. He just, he's the main character, is he not? He is. And he's neither of those things. Anyways. Okay. So just finding like non-gendered areas of the park. Mm -hmm. So there's the Princess Fantasy Fair. There is the Star Wars land. There's, There's these things that are kind of like stereotypical for boys and for girls mm-hmm. and obviously either can go it's right. not like you're not no allowed one's policing yeah it no one's anything. policing it but there's a lot of things that um are very non-gendered so for like the non-binary kids or if kids are feeling uncomfortable of like uh, going to princess land yeah 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 there's a lot of areas that um i wouldn't have gone to princess land so this is for you. You wouldn't have dragged this me into Princess Land. This is for little Lindsay. Mm. There's a really fun area both in Animal Kingdom and also in California Adventure. So in the Florida and the Disneyland Park. That is the Up Wilderness Explorers area. And it's based around the film Up. And it's like this really fun outdoor wilderness experience experience do you get to be like a scout and watch your neighbor's wife die or what the fuck honey (laughs) no is that not what happens yeah that's what happens in the movie but it's you get to like do like a zip line and do like crawl through tree logs and like okay it's it's just like a it's a very non-gendered it's what I'm getting at. It's course. like a fun outside adventurer. Yeah, you're an adventurer, and you're. It's That's not it. Girl Scouts or Boy Scouts. It's, it's just you're an adventurer, scouts. and you can do some really fun, like exploring in this outdoor, like obstacle course. Mm. I'm sorry, I brought up the wife. I would have loved the outdoor obstacle course. Yeah, that would have been very, very fun. fun. What's the um, tree that it's? You're waiting in line. In a tree, <laughs> I think you're That's always every waiting in line. Ride. Is it? Yeah, it is. That's and a mountain. 
but you're like in a trunk of a tree while you're waiting in line and there's like all these like things is there to look an avatar and see and <laughs> it might Disney be world or it might be splash mountain i don't know it was where while we were there last i don't know does Pokemon, you enjoyed Pokemon the tree. Has a tree? I enjoyed the tree. Aspect, I right? Was, you enjoyed the tree, honey. But I loved the tree, yeah. Was it in Disneyland or California Adventure? <laughs> <laughs> did did we do both of those parks that day? Yeah. That one day we did both of those one parks? One day you park went hop. to multiple places? That's what we're going to do this time, too, I think. What the fuck? Anyway, You're there's... Charge. So there's Whatever lots of areas of the park that are non-gendered, so... New Orleans Square. I want to go there. Pirates of the Caribbean, like Haunted Are there Mansion. Beans? Yeah, I think you probably find some beans if you look around. If I look around, yeah. Huh. Uh, Tomorrowland. <laughs> I don't know about this. So Matterhorn. Mm-hmm. Which that's a mountain, right? It's a mountain. Okay, a lot of mountains in this yes. park. Magic and otherwise. There's okay. lots of mountains. Is there a haunted mountain? No. You oh. notice we're saying mountain. Well, because we're from so Utah. There's, there's space. Oh. Four mountains. Kai made sure to say mountain. Space, mountain, splash mountain, the Matterhorn. Matterhorn. Haunted Big thunder mountain. mountain. Big thunder Someone's mountain. yelling Spish at us four. as they're listening to this. <laughs> oh, no. Sorry. What I'm saying is don't be, don't be scared off. If you have a non-binary kid, because there's so many things in the parks that are non-gendered and a lot of areas that aren't just for boys or girls. Magic moments are for all. I'm ready to go have a great time. That's nice. So the next tip is to have your kid interact with cast members and characters. So like we talked about with the buttons... There are so many opportunities for your kid to be, and I keep saying your kid, and I I shouldn't just be talking to people with children. There's lots of opportunities for gender-affirming conversations. My dog. Not, well, no, dogs are toxic. Oh, I'm sorry you said Do- Dogs are not allowed? <laughs> <laughs> no, and I think Nutkin would love Disneyland. <laughs> Fucking God. We, I, this is I a weird side note, on. but I'm just going to go here. That We went to this fancy house. Mm-hmm. We went to a fancy house the, the other day for this pool yes. party. And the woman who owns the house said, at the end of the year, when we're about to close down the pool, we invite over all the dogs we know and they all get to swim. So I'm imagining Disney does the same thing. Where at the end of the season, which is never because never. they're twenty four seven, they have all the dogs oh. go on the rides and have a good old they day. They don't go on the rides. Nutkin Kai? wants to go on a ride. Nutkin wants to go on a, on the carousel. What ride would Nutkin want? Nutkin to go on? wants to go on the, the carousel. Snow he wants to ride a pony. I get he it. He wants to ride a pony with some cotton candy in his hand and Mickey ears on his head. Nutkin. His tiny little pea brain head. Can't I have a picture it? of me Big. with Mickey ears and my name stitched on. So I almost brought Mickey ears for everyone <laughs> to wear. Gosh, everyone. Hi. I wanted ears to have. She has plenty. I have plenty what for all of us fuck? to have a different pair on and we could take a group picture and Kai shut it down. 
Hi. I actually agreed, and then she didn't bring them, so she just wanted to throw me under the bus. How about you? Well, you were like, other under what? the bus. You right want to bring Mickey ears? What are you? What are you asking? Okay, bring them. It was one of those. I was like, all right, I'm not gonna bring. Them. It was one of those. So. You know. And then it was like you'd make Alex uncomfortable because she's never been to Disneyland. I was just like. We we don't have to do this. I'm not like forcing anyone. And then I didn't want to like go find him in the basement. So oh yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Interacting with characters and cast members is a great gender affirming activity throughout your day. Like we talked about the buttons. So cast members are clued in on what pronouns to use. So right. that's just like a tip to the button is a big tip. The that's button a big is tip. a big deal. I don't know if this is okay to say, but like maybe if you don't have a child who's passing or if you are worried about that. Right. I think that's absolutely okay to say if you're a a sensitive to your kid's need. Yeah. Or if your kid's non-binary, like that might not be something that someone is clued off to right away. So if you have like a big day them on their chest, then, Mm -hmm. then cast members will know to be careful. And it was easy to get. Like, it wasn't a hassle at all. We didn't wait in line for 45 minutes. Like, we literally went in. Yeah, it was just, like, it was really easy to get. And don't be afraid to, like, go up and have interactions with characters. So there's two different types of characters. Um, Face characters are going to be someone like Mary Poppins or Jack Sparrow or someone who can talk to your kids. They're not wearing a... Giant head? head. Yes, exactly. Yeah, yeah. And so those characters, that can be a really cool experience because they're having a conversation and will reaffirm whatever's on the button. Right. Mm-hmm. So, like, don't be afraid to have those experiences. I can't even imagine how impactful that could be. I'm still hung up on the parents that are cool enough to, like, go out of their way to make that experience I just want to go to Disneyland to watch... Just to like stalk and watch other people have these experiences. Yeah. <laughs> I'm just gonna sit on a bench with some sort of alcoholic beverage <laughs> that you'll have to bootleg and just like they don't cry to myself. <laughs> I'm just saying this is like ultimate yes. people watching experience. It is the ulti- yes, it is the ultimate people watching. So something too to be aware of um, navigating restrooms. So Disney World. World and Disneyland um, have some, of course, like the specific gender, gendered bathrooms, but there's also tons of family bathrooms mm. is what they call them. So if you have a kid, if you have a kid or you're traveling with someone who is non-binary or doesn't feel comfortable in gendered bathrooms, make sure again to go to City Hall grab a map and talk to a cast member about where exactly the family bathrooms are located. And that can make it a much smoother experience. I'm sure that, I don't know. I always like to go to the family bathrooms whenever <laughs> I see one. I'm like, yes, I know that this is a single stall. And no one's going to be next to me. I can lock the door. Yep. Yeah. And it's big and wide and I can like hang yes. all my stuff on the door, whatever. Yep. I can do some like, exercises before I eat dinner, squats. whatever, whatever happens. <laughs> Just doing your squats in the bathroom. Yeah, there's plenty of room. That's all I have to say about that. 
So one last thing I wanted to talk about is um, gay days at the parks. So gay days is an unofficial pride event at Disney that happens at all the parks. And it's a really big deal. It draws hundreds of thousands of people. When does it happen? This year at Disneyland is September 17th through the 19th. It's wild. I've been before and there's a ton of people there. But it's full of gays. School's back really in fun. session. It's nice. Do you, should weather. we do our group trip during yes. gay days? Next year. Um, I feel like Should that's... we podcast live from gay days? Oh my God. No. How could we do that? <laughs> we don't know We yet. just have we'll our We'll figure phones. it out. Or we just have to like stay in one of the Disney hotels. We could podcast podcast from from our hotel. hotel. (gasps) And we just invite strangers. No! No. We're the hosts of this podcast. We're strangers. I nodded. Like we could. Kai nodded. We could invite some strangers off the street. We could never invite a stranger. (laughs) Disney strangers aren't regular strangers. Mm, Okay. Okay. Mm -hmm. Mm mm. So, for the record, Gay Days is normally in June, but because Disney, the Disney parks were not open, you know, they were, they were closed from the pandemic. For 2022, for those who are planning for next year, Gay Days are June 2nd through the 5th. I feel like that is not you, like good for us because <laughs> that's not good for us excuse me Disney us. can you rearrange your schedule <laughs> can that always be in September when the children are yeah, back I'd in like, school yeah I'd like really like it if it was when the children were not in school <laughs> thank you or were in school uh, thank you yeah September sounds great actually I want to say Jeez. that like 70% of Disney employees are gay so it's like they're really doing it for themselves but it's like very much yeah, this or a family-friendly organization. There's a very thin veneer. We're aware that magic was a Mm. part of the queer, the gay flag at one point. And Disney knows that. Disney knows. Oh, I'm sure. All about that magic stripe on the. They don't know the pink stripe. (laughs) They know the turquoise. They do not recognize the pink stripe. Oh, sex. <laughs> yeah, okay. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> so, now you know you can't name. whisper anything around Kai. <laughs> Here I am. Here I'm queer. Definitely so, not drinking beer. Definitely ever. not. If you can make it to gay days, it's really fun because there's a whole park full of queer folks but they don't advertise do they not advertise gay days do they advertise it disney doesn't because it's like an unofficial thing so how do you know when it's happening well you just have to be lisa don't you get the newsletter (laughs) fuck no (laughs) you're not signed up no No. it's it's just a thing (laughs) it's just the thing and there's like shirts and merch and everyone wears red it's like a thing to wear red red. okay you think there's a reddit for the gay days. Oh, there for sure is. There's probably a thousand Facebook groups. There's probably an email newsletter. Yeah. There's, There's probably just, like just three come podcasts out of the closet, that Disney. just... That's all I have to say. Cover this Just matter. do it, Disney. Yeah. Just, just... So... Do it. 
in 2020, they came out with their first animated short that featured a gay couple. And that was like, that was a really big deal because it's the first time that's ever happened. So if you have Disney Plus, you can watch the short called Out. And it's a very endearing short animated nine minute. Okay. Out. Called Out. And it's. Of the closet. It makes history as the first gay protagonist within an animated short on the Disney platform. Okay. Is what I'm saying. Okay. We, we obvi- we've talked this episode about all the queer-coded characters, but this is the first... Non-coded, like, explicitly, like straight up Explicitly open, yes. Okay. This past weekend, watch the new film Jungle Cruise... Okay. And there was a little queer moment in that, which we'll keep this spoiler free. We'll watch it. I also have to say that I enjoyed it more than I thought I would. It's okay if you're not going to watch it, but for our listeners, there is a queer moment that is a little more bold than what Disney historically they're pushing their boundaries. They're would, pushing their boundaries. Yes, like they're coming out of the closet slowly. So that's that's, that's what I have. That's our queer Disney episode. And I just would like to encourage our listeners to um, keep their queer minds open about Disney. My queer mind's never been closed about Disney. But it's great. I feel even better about it now. If my dog could go, I would definitely let... Stella choose if she her, I think she'd be a pretty princess wanted to be a princess or a knight. Not I think gonna, she'd be a princess. I, I'm yeah. not gonna tell them what to do. Well Stella can do or whatever how to be. she wants. <laughs> you guys would pay for the full bibbity bobbity boutique. I would pay she'd so five times she'd whatever be it is. A bibbity bobbity bitch. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh god. <sighs> Sound like a zoo, magic, a zoo, Put them together and what do you got? Yeah, if you have any, like, queer experiences with Disney, please write in. I'd love to hear them. And hopefully one day in the future we can record an episode as we all experience queer adult Disney. So, Lisa is... Has promised me to my face a very curated Disney experience, and I'm very much looking forward to it. She's the person to do it. It's going to happen. Hopefully, 2022 is the year. I I don't know, but I just need it. I need it. I would love to like have it on the books, but I know we have some like animal right. surgeries yes. and so. Well. That that's COVID a good that's a good yeah. point. Stella, our supervisor, is not here tonight. This She's is actually our here. boo of the week. Yeah, should we just slide? Let's into roll. The boo? Into We're sliding this. into. Here's our boo of the week. Our little podcast dog Stella had to have surgery today, and. By the time this airs, we're probably going to be through the worst of the recovery. She had TPLO surgery, which is basically to repair a torn doggy ACL, which is not an ACL. It's called a CCL. 
We'll pick her up tomorrow. And by the time this airs, hopefully she's kind of walking around on her own and she'll be back supervising the podcast. Chewing a pizzle. Chewing on a pizzle. That's probably why I'm a little more drunk than I normally am because I'm really stressed out. (laughs) Cheers to that. But the surgery went well and she's totally fine and she just has to spend the night in the animal strange place icu cheers to stella the pretty pretty princess yes or night she's a princess whatever she wants or night maybe she'll be a pirate maybe she'll do the pirate experience oh she'd love to be a pirate yeah Yeah. she's kind of (laughs) rude She has a big barrel chest yeah she does have a big barrel chest but can't you kind of see like the corset Corset, <laughs> like the woman pirate, like on her little with, like on her tiny barrel chest. Area. No, it would just like <laughs> no. Here is our who of the week. The Olympics are still going, as you know, right now. Yeah, I don't know when they end. It doesn't really matter. But there is a boxer from the Philippines. Who won a silver medal and this person's name is Nezthi Peticio? Yep. That sounds right. Okay. Uh, won silver in the women's featherweight boxing. And she dedicated the win to her country, her coaches, and to LGBTQ people. Um, it's really cool coming from that community, especially, I feel like. I don't yeah. Know. I. If you said, like, hey, this woman boxer is a part of the LGBTQ community, I'd say, okay. Just the fact that she, like, Shouts out. Well, especially from the Philippines because yes, their guy over there, their like president, is a fucking Duterte, asshole. Duterte. Yeah, Duterte, he's he is Duterte. Yes, all of those. All of those are correct. But he mm. is very like right wing and is just kind of a horrible guy and. So it's just, it's interesting. I couldn't really elaborate much more on that. But it's nice to see that kind of sentiment, sentiment coming from a Filipino Olympic champion who's not afraid to hold back and shout out. Yeah. Community. There was something I sent you guys on Instagram, but there was somebody that on the metal stage oh, yeah. did like the x and they were they had like their hair dyed and i can't remember now like as a non-binary thing yes raven hulk saunders she her i don't know what this event was but she said love awareness and kindness young and old black people you are beautiful you are worthy you are amazing lgbtqia people you are beautiful you are worthy and you are amazing if you are mentally struggling no matter who and where you are or where in the world you are i see you i'm fighting for you and i need 
God, I need you to keep fighting for yourself. Meet me at the X. And there's a picture of her on the podium, like, doing the X. And there was some controversy because she did the X, and it was like, is IOC going to punish her for... It's kind of like the the fist, the raised fists. Mm-hmm. Okay. The, like the black like, power. Mm-hmm. Right. She was sort of doing a huh. similar stance on the podium. So that, I also just wanted, I just thought that was interesting. Okay. I thought that was cool. Double who this week. Yeah. Double who, and we'll, we'll put the links and the photos in our show notes. You want to see more about these? Is there anything Queer else athletes. that we uh, haven't covered today? No, I just want to go have a pirate experience. Okay. Yo-ho. I want to shout out. A pirate's life for Lindsay. <laughs> yeah. I, I feel like we need to shout out Casey. Thank you oh, yes. so much, Casey, for stepping in and helping us just reach the next level of mastery. So you can listen to our podcast while you're pumping iron. Yep, or, while or you're driving your down the freeway. Or while you're and pillaging a village. You oh. can't pillage a village and listen to a podcast. You can now because we have Casey. <laughs> wow. <laughs> Casey's evening out our levels here. Yeah. Our art is by the beautiful Debbie Dixon. Music by Cop Kid. T-shirts by all of us. <laughs> this has been Toasted Lavender Podcast. You can find us on Instagram. Get a t-shirt. Patreon. And Patreon. Don't Get you want a t-shirt? A Lavender Menace t-shirt. I do. I kept one. Are you guys familiar with newer Disney, or should I stick to the old classics? We watched. We're pretty. I'm pretty classic. Um, Did you watch Inside Out? No, No. we watched Soul at your insistence, Mm -hmm. and then I think the most recent movie before that is The Emperor's New Groove. (laughs) Yeah. So there's like a twenty year gap gap there. (laughs) Okay.